welcome to the very first episode of the film cinema movie podcast my name is cp and today we are going to be discussing about the amazon prime original series mirzapur 2 this series hit the platform on 22nd of october by the way small fact the series was actually scheduled to hit the platforms on 23rd but the makers decided to give us a little surprise but why was this uh, series so much hyped and so much awaited what did the first season of the show did so good that people were so much amped up about this series well that's what we're going to talk first and before i forget spoilers coming your way the season 1 of mirzapur wasn't just all epic one liners and gunshots it was much more than that at the core of the series was a very much grounded story of boys trying to be something in front of their fathers trying to gain the respect of their fathers think about it ramakant pandit never thought much of his sons kudu and bablu and kalin bhaiya kept on insisting that munna isn't ready obviously this isn't all this series also had the typical gangster stuff that you find in gangster movies the smuggling the gun violence the revenge tale all of that and with this nine episode thriller coming to an end we have sweety and bablu brutally murdered a very injured guddu bhaiya narrowly escaping with dimpi and golu and on the other side of things the son of rival gangster ratishankar shukla sharad shukla who uh, was presented as a too good to be a gangster character shaves his head and picks up arms i don't know about you but in my books cliffhanger would be an understatement so Here's where we are at the end of season one and the beginning of season two. A very injured Guddu Bhaiya is on the run with uh, Golu and Dimpi. Munna Bhaiya is also recovering from his injuries, which he sustained from the shootout that happened at the wedding. And then there is Sharad Shukla, who is grieving the loss of his father and also plotting for revenge. Starting with the Tripathis of Mirzapur, there's Bauji, Kalin Bhaiya's wheelchair-bound father and his most trusted consultant. At the beginning of season one, I thought he was like any other typical, you know, elder of the family who is there to give advice and things like that. But I was very wrong. This old man has some pretty perversive tastes, especially for a man for his age. Also, most of the time he is shown watching these uh, documentaries of Animal Planet with a Hindi monologue, and the Hindi monologue somehow is used to represent the thoughts of the old man or whatever is happening in the house. after all he does after a lifetime of crime let's just say the old man faces a pretty just end then there's kalin bhaiya who is his usual calm collected yet dangerous self his presence is kind of unnerving you know unlike the many other characters of this series he does not have any epic one liners yet the dialogues or whatever he says comes from a place of strength this season kalin bhaiya launches himself into the realm of politics I mean that's what you do after you have reached the pinnacle of the life of crime and he does that by promising to help and actually helping the chief minister in his re-election campaign and it does not end there he also manages to fortify himself in the political realm after he persuades the chief minister to marry his daughter to Munna there's nothing new to expect from Kalin Bhaiya this season because whatever he presented last season was perfect as the saying goes if it ain't broken why fix it then there is munna tripathi the youngest of the tripathis and the apparent heir to the throne of mirzapur he starts this season as probably the most hated character in the series and at the beginning the filmmakers do very little to change this perception He manages to befriend Sharad Shukla. Where did that come from? 
Moran Sharad Shukla later. They both become really good friends. They have a common shared story. Both are sons of big gangsters and are expected to take the reins into the next generation of the crime family. There's very little hope for Munna Bhaiya's character to get redemption. But I think he managed to do the same. Hear me out. After being married to the chief minister daughter Madhuri Yadav as a political compromise it seems like nothing would change however the way Madhuri deals with him brings about a little teeny tiny pinch of change in the character of Munna Bhaiya from what we have seen so far of this character you would expect him to be a pretty abusive husband well on the contrary he is totally opposite he is a very loving kind and respectful husband if you will In fact a particular scene really stands out by the end of the series something happens and Kalin Bhaiya has some misogynistic comments for Madhuri and Munna Bhaiya contrary to his character let's just say he puts Kalin Bhaiya on his place Well Munna Bhaiya isn't a misogynistic character per se but he is isn't a feminist either so him coming out with such comments made me feel like really this character has come the full circle from a mad lover in season 1 who could do anything to attain his love who does not care about the feelings of the woman he loves and from that coming out and becoming a very caring husband who is supportive i mean what can i say it's as if the filmmakers are intentionally trying to make us like this character yeah surprise surprise at the end munna bhaiya gets a taste of his own medicine he dies like he lived violently Now coming back to Sharad Shukla in season 1 he was presented as a too good to be a gangster kind of character but after his father is violently murdered he decides to take up arms as i've already said the character of Munna Bhaiya and Sharad Shukla are pretty similar yet they couldn't be any more different while Munna Bhaiya is the shotgun that will pop your head open Sharad Shukla is like the cold blade of a knife that is going to slit your throat from behind there's a particular scene After a meeting both of them are celebrating Sharad Shukla presents Munna Bhaiya with some wine and he puts it into the glass and Munna Bhaiya just you know takes it all in in one gulp but Sharad with all the etiquettes of a wine connoisseur you know she like shakes the glass and then smells it and then takes it in this is very subtle way of the filmmakers of showing how these two characters are very similar yet very different if that makes sense Then there's Guddu and Golu who are on a revenge tour. They manage to befriend Lala. Talking about Lala, I felt that this character was pretty much misused. You know, there was a lot of potential for a very strong character. He's a gangster. He was screwed upon by Munna Bhaiya. He could have been a really an important part of this revenge tour. But the filmmakers rather decided to make him the stereotypical all I want is the best for my daughter kind of father. Guddu and Golu set out to make a name for themselves in the world of crime watching and waiting for their chance to hit the Tripathis when they are at their weakest which spoiler spoiler they managed to do now talking about the characters themselves Guddu bhaiya who starts out the season 1 as this starry-eyed ambitious kind of guy now don't get me wrong he is not your stereotypical good guy he is very bad but he is full of hopes and dreams but after the massacre of the wedding in by the end of season 1 we are left with this big brooding character he's full of darkness kind of like what batman was after his parents died the accident i mean whatever happened in in the wedding left him with a limp in one leg so he has to use a 
stick and this creates an image of a very stereotypical bad guy you know the bearded kind of dark looking guy with a stick and walking with it and he's also very big that sort of is a very intimidating look the filmmakers have managed to create then there's golu gudoya's partner in crime this character was portrayed as a strong character from the beginning of season 1 but we were not able to see all the colors of this character after going through such a traumatic experience because remember she wasn't involved in all the crime part of uh, in the previous season she just came across it in the last episode so she doesn't even know how to shoot a gun so that from that place and then from there to becoming a important character in the revenge tour and becoming a gangster that's hell of a journey It's not that we know all about this character right now because I feel there is something else as well like we don't know something about this character there is this air of mystery about this character but the way she is portrayed in this season it's like she is so laser focused on revenge and as if this means more to her and she sort of finds a way to channel the grief and the pain that she experienced and keep it with herself and channel it to fuel her in the revenge and also in order to deal with the i mean the pain in her day to day life and the grief she finds pretty dark and sort of 50 shades of gray s way there's a particular scene in the earlier episodes of the season 2 where both of them are still reeling with the sense of loss and at night none of them are able to sleep both gudu and golu of course so golu comes to gudu's room and asks if she could sleep and they and he says yes and both of them slip on the opposite sides of the bed not facing each other and both of them are crying and there is this flashback of uh, scenes which we didn't see in season 1 but which has shown as a memory and uh, both of them are sad and crying and brooding and then in a moment of pure uh, brilliance both of them look at each other and then they embrace each other and hold each other and cry it's like both of them are communicating without actually communicating the pain because the pain that they both uh, suffered at the end of season 1 is very much shared in this season there are quite some strong female characters we talked about madhuri yadav and golu gupta but another name to add to that list is bina tripathi strong female character is hardly a place you would expect me to name the character of bina tripathi but hear me out So after going through a pretty traumatic experience by the end of last season her character is still reeling from the that experience you see her when the season starts in the first few episodes you see a bina tripathi that isn't her usual self she is like a pulled in like she is holding back something you know that kind of feeling you get that kind of a tone here mid season we get the news that she is pregnant and we don't know who the father is you know there's obviously the usual suspects kalin bhaiya bauji i know where did that come from this is pretty messed up guys or the servant raja anyway we don't know who the father is this revelation puts her on high alert she is like okay whatever it was forget it but whatever there is now is for this child she decides to secure the future of child she does this by plotting with the enemy she feels that the future of her child isn't secure until and unless something happens to munna tripathi so for this she plots with the enemy gudu and golu she joins hands with them and plots against her own family and takes a promise from them that whenever her child is of age they would vacate the throne of mirzapur and give it to him and they duly oblige we don't really know how far this promise is true or what is going to happen but it's a pretty interesting conflict to be had in the future seasons now coming to the filmmaking side of things 
this season is really dark both literally and figuratively previous season was no family entertainment of sorts this season especially takes a turn for the even more darker grimmer stuff and in order to portray the direction of the story that uh, the direction the darker and grimmer part that the plot takes everything on the frame as follows suit the general palette of the movie is very dark there is a lot of contrast there are dark moody shadows a lot of ac- important action takes place at night and the i mean the general feel of the movie is very dark there's a particular scene i remember it is basically a scene about how a group of goons infiltrate a riverside mansion the scene starts when the characters land on the river bank and from that point on the camera never stops just a one single continuous shot of the goons going across the river and going up the stairs and then climbing to the second floor of the mansion and then cutting the power and then the consequent action that takes place and it is very impressive because this is i mean the setting is up so you have got a very narrow hallways very narrow place for the action to take place and i mean shooting this kind of a scene with such great coordination which requires such great coordination and also the scene requires that it's it to be very dark as they as the goons have cut the power so it's very impressive now as we know mirzapur is an actual city in up the overall di- dialect or the sort of dialogues of that the characters say is very much in the kind of hindi that you get here in up but there's a very small thing that if you are not looking for it you won't notice it as i have already mentioned that for a certain period of time the action shifts to bihar and that shift is clearly visible in the dialect of the characters you know this is a very small thing but this is the kind of attention to detail which makes this uh, series such great it's this kind of attention to detail which sort of pulls you into this world it immerses you into the world of mirzapur and with this we have come to the end of the first episode of the film cinema and movie podcast it is the time on the show where i give you my final two cents on the content that we are talking about and i preview it on a scale of binge it right now watch it one episode at a time or watch it after a long time when you're really really bored and i am going to give mirzapur season 2 a rating of binge it right now like seriously it's that good it's worth all the hype you must not miss this and with that being said i have been cp this is the film cinema movie podcast and i'll see you on the next episode